0: it's monster monday on the jack-o-lantern press podcast my name is michael Picarella, and my name's tom piccarella each monday tom and i talk about and briefly profile a monster of the week this monday's monster the lawn gnome aka the garden gnome <laughs>
1: they're friendly (coughs) not
0: friendly definitely not friendly (laughs) what you just heard were gnomes tormenting and attacking humans from the 2015 movie goosebumps and when I think about lawn gnomes or garden gnomes whichever you prefer I think of 50s and 60s kitsch and the pop culture explosion that occurred in the U.S. at that time. I think of suburbia, swimming pools, barbecues, block parties, tiki-themed backyards. I think of that Americana in those Charles Phoenix coffee table books. I think of coffee table books, Tom. But Charles (laughs) Phoenix considered the ambassador of Americana, has some really cool books on the subject. Um, Americana, not gnomes. Um, And we'll put a link in the show notes um, to his website. He has a new book out called Holiday Jubilee, which looks really cool. But anyway, currently I'm reading his Addicted to Americana coffee table book from 2017, which according to the synopsis on the back of the book, It's a colorful kaleidoscope of retro pop culture that launches us into the stratosphere of space age style, amazing attractions, roadside wonders, festive foods, crazy car culture and futuristic transportation via his road trip discoveries and found vintage Kodachrome slides. And that makes me think of the song that you're hearing right now, which is Percy Faith's 1959 classic theme from A Summer Place. I don't know about you Tom, but do you remember where we used to hear that song all the time? I don't remember where we used to hear it all the time, but it reminds me of dad. Really? I yeah, guess he used to listen. He used to listen to that that type of easy listening music, but they used to play it at Magic Mountain in the summertime. It was like they played that song like every four songs. Oh and then that yeah, one would come you know off. what?
1: Now that you say that, I, yeah, I do remember that, because when we would yeah, go there, then, yeah, they would play that thing all the time. Yeah, it reminds then, me of elevator music too. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's just, that
0: style, yeah. But yeah. it it also they also played it in a Wonder Years episode where they were having. I think it was like an end of summer. Uh, party over at Winnie Cooper's house and they had it if you buy the DVDs they actually it's like they couldn't afford to to get the song back but I have an original recording of the the actual episode and it has that song in any event we're totally getting sidetracked but when I think of the gnomes that's what I think about I think about like this the 50s and 60s culture and all the stuff that they were doing, like people were decorating their homes in a different type of way. And I think about our backyard as kids. And when dad had all those gnomes all over the backyard garden. And I don't know if he's, does he still have those gnomes? Do you know? Uh, I don't know if he has the original gnomes, but he definitely has
1: gnomes in his backyard currently. Um, he puts them out every summer. He has a little bridge that goes over uh did this little section on his on the concrete porch and then he has a tree and on this or i guess it's a tree stump and on the tree stump he has uh a gnome that's climbing
0: up it with uh with a rope um does he still have the fisherman one because that's the one i remember he yes. had forever and it went through like a bunch of earthquakes and he i think he even repaired some and maybe even tried to paint some does he have that one i still? don't
1: I don't know if it's the original one but I do know that he has uh he has one similar to it. I think it's the one that's sitting on the bridge at the top and he's kind of he's kind of hanging out there um and huh. fishing off of it. But he does have gnomes though just so you know.
0: Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely cool. I have I have a few gnomes as well. I know my wife hates them, but I I have them like kind of hidden in the in the bushes and and here and there and i even have so, a few little ones in the house cuz you I, have to have gnomes
1: yeah i don't have any gnomes because my wife <sighs> will not she does not like gnomes at all so there's no way i'm going to be able to get them out in my yard and even when we were kind of kind of joking around with matt from nightmare 365 uh you know he was asking his wife if she liked gnomes and she's like no gnomes except you know he's like well, what about halloween time and she's like no i'll do it on halloween <laughs> so maybe i could get away with it for a halloween well, sort of sort of thing i think you
0: may both of you guys may want to reconsider cuz let's let's get into the history of gnomes and then you'll find out why you may want some gnomes in your yard so according to wikipedia in ancient Rome, people would populate their gardens with small stone statues depicting the Greco-Roman fertility god Priapus, who was also the protector of floors. And I don't even know what that means—the protector of floors. Like, I don't, maybe they put them in their build in their houses or something, so their floors wouldn't crack or something. I don't know. I didn't look into that with in more detail because I had gnomes to really think about. So, um, but anyway. That was that part. Um, Then I found this article on desertenvironments.com, and they said that gnomes were first described by Paracelsus, a 16th century Swiss alchemist and astrologer. Now Paracelsus believed that various spirits lived among humans. He divided these spirits into four categories which corresponded to the four types of elements. Air elementals were called sylphs, water elementals were called undines, fire elementals were known as salamanders, and earth elementals were known as gnomes. Now Paracelsus described gnomes as very reluctant to interact with humans and able to move through solid earth as easily as humans move through the air. He also hypothesized that gnomes helped plants grow in human gardens despite their avoidance of direct contact with humans. Since Paracelsus's first description in the 1500s, Gnomes have appeared in multiple different myths, stories, and folklore across the world. Now, in that same article um, on DesertEnvironments.com, which we'll link because there's a lot of other information that I'm not going to go into, we'll put in the show, lo- show notes, um, but it said that in the late 1700s, house dwarves were famous in Germany and Switzerland. Now, these house dwarves consisted of wood or porcelain, Many people associate them with superstitions related to little folk. At the time, people believed little folk or dwarves helped humans in the home, on the farm, even in the mines. Philip Griebel created the first real garden gnome in the early 19th century. Now, since then, gnomes have taken on a proper gnome and or classification system based on their activities, so this website defines those three activities, and uh, in and also the the classes. So they are uh, the first one is worker gnomes. So worker gnomes usually hold working tools related to horticulture. These gnomes commonly hold things such as watering cans, spades, or pickaxes. They typically have an upright posture and look ready to work on the garden. Then you have leisure gnomes. Uh, Obviously, they are in relaxed postures. They hold items related to relaxation, such as a fishing pole, like the one Dad had. These gnomes are not quite as useful as the working counterparts, but they're cute and fun to look at. And then you have culture gnomes, and these guys are the youngest of the gnome family, and they typically hold objects that indicate their interest in culture and education, such as books or paintbrushes. Like I said, there's a lot more on the website. It's definitely worth checking out that article. But uh, now I'm going to switch gears and go to gnomes in the Goosebumps universe, in particular, 1995's Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes book, where author R.L. Stein's um, lawn gnomes come from Lawn Lovely, which is a store that sells yard, yard ornaments. However, in R.L. Stein's 2012 book, Planet of the Lawn Gnomes, which I haven't read yet but I own, uh, it seems like these creatures may originally come from the planet Polovia which is what the 2015 book um, The Goosebumps Monster Survival Guide says is their hometown. So I'm guessing maybe that's where these guys really come from. Uh, but I'll find out when I read that book. Uh, so that's what I have for the history and or origins of these lawn gnomes or go- garden gnomes, whatever you want to call them.
1: Yeah, so you kind of went off on uh, a lot of the historical stuff.
0: And the a lot of the
1: research that I did with these guys is found, you know, like they had different things like zombie gnomes and killer, the killer lawn gnomes from the 2015, um, Goosebumps movie. Uh, so I have a lot of the information as far as weaknesses, powers and whatnot from an actual killer lawn gnome. Um, so their appearance, so we're, we're going to kind of focus as far as the the powers and abilities, we're going to focus mainly on the killer lawn gnome. Um, once again, I go to the fandom website, uh, and, and I looked up, um, a killer lawn gnome, which we'll, we'll put in the show notes. Um, and, uh, let's do the appearance. So the killer lawn gnomes are small garden gnomes with graying beards and clothes of various colors. Some of them wield weapons such as pickaxes and knives, as you, uh, stated earlier, uh, their powers and abilities, obviously large numbers um if you've seen the movie one of the big things that they have is when they're in packs uh they can kind of overtake you and and then they can they can drop you down to the floor and then once they get you down on the floor they use all kinds of various things to either you know tie you up or do stupid things to you uh to either annoy you or you know just be prepared to to basically kill you um uh, more powers are tool usage uh they're near invulnerability and i think the reason that they say that is because if you shatter them uh one of their other powers and abilities is is the ability to reassemble when they've shattered um they're about uh, maybe a little less than one foot tall uh and I mean, I'm not really sure how you would kill him other than what Zach did in the movie. Uh, he finished off all of the the goosebumps um, that were written in the book uh, by the the um, uh, sucking them into that kind of void that they had and putting oh, them yeah. back into the book. He wrote them out.
0: Yeah, you have to yeah. write them out.
1: So once you once you you do that, you put them back into the into the story. Or don't put them into the story, and then they they go away. Uh, so that that's kind of the the stuff for for their powers and abilities.
0: Yeah, I can't remember I think how. Neat. I can't remember how they died in the book. I read it to Robert when he was little, and I have the book in front of me. I suppose I could turn to the end. That may take a little while to find, but I forget how they die. But I do remember that they originally went after the people because. I think they were ruining the yard or they stepped on the lawn or, you know, the the tagline even says keep off their grass because they don't want anyone well, messing with the, the lawn. Maybe they
1: got a little upset when people take, the you know, the hose and, and you know, spray it in their face and throw dirt all over them and, and all that other stuff. Maybe they've just had it. And so they were the like, you know blower. what, we're going
0: after these yeah, humans. Blowing dirt at them. Yeah, yeah. I know my gnome gets a little jacked up in the rain because they're in the dirt. So when it rains and they get all muddy, but I usually clean them off. So they probably know that, uh, that I take care of them.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to move on to, uh, some, some games that have gnomes in them. Uh first off, you could play a uh obviously a gnome in World of Warcraft, which I'm not going to go into any detail on that, of course, but you could play World them. of Warcraft has gnomes. <laughs> yep. And they're they're tinkers and they're 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 a cool class to play. Um EverQuest 1 and 2 uh was a really popular game. Um I don't think it's as popular nowadays, but uh, I played both of both 1 and 2 and you can play a gnome Um, That was more of like the original uh, massive multiplayer online role-playing game that was extremely popular for years. And it's still out to this day. Um, Really cool sort of setting there. Um, Dungeons & Dragons, obviously, you can play as a gnome. Uh, But I did find another game that's quite different uh, that I think is is somewhat neat. It's called Plants & Zombies or Plants vs. Zombies. Um, it's a little cheesy game, but I did find that they came out with an update uh, on the game called Gnome Bomb is, is a, a, a Mode, and uh, I'll just read you the description. Uh, the main objective is is the plants or zombies must find a gnome bomb to destroy the opponent's garden or graveyard while preventing the opposing team from doing the same. Both Plants and Zombies have three bases um, with the time limited to about 15 minutes. The first team to destroy all three enemy bases wins. If time runs out and neither team has succeeded in destroying all three enemy bases, the team that destroyed the most bases win. If both teams are tied when the time runs out, the match goes into overtime, in which case the first team to plant not detonate but plant a gnome bomb wins and so there's these little gnome guys and they're chucking these bombs and stuff you know during the regular game but at the very end if you're tied you have to you have to plant the bomb somewhere and not detonate it and you can win uh so i just thought that was kind of funny uh gnome bomb uh game mode there is kind of based on a uh, a sort of search and destroy game mode, like in Call of Duty, which I'm sure most people um, that are listening to this probably played Call of Duty. So it's kind of like a search and destroy sort of game mode for, for this Plants vs. Zombies uh, game. So I've played it before. It's kind of fun. Um, I haven't played it for a really long time, but it is a fun a fun sort of game to, uh, to mess with. Um, another thing on my list of... of uh, of things here with gnomes or about gnomes is some books and i will link these two books uh, in the show notes actually i have four but mike already already talked about two of them so the two that you talked about were the revenge of the lawn gnomes uh goosebumps classic goosebumps books number 19 um and then uh uh planet of the of the gnomes um, in the Goosebumps Most Wanted, uh, number one. So those two books we'll put in the show notes. And then these other two, uh, one of them is called The Zombie Gnome Defense Guide. It's a complete reference guide uh, for surviving the tiniest apocalypse. And it's got... I, I, it's, it's got some amazing pictures in it. It's about uh, 1403... With a flexi-bound uh, sort of sort of, um, uh, I guess the way that it's printed, or you can get it on the Kindle for nine ninety nine. Um, but these you images, 1403, I ordered this book.
0: Fourteen oh three, like fourteen dollars and three cents. That's what it's yeah, listed I, as.
1: That's what it's listed as. I don't know why it has the <laughs> three cents. I think it it's. Fits. I don't even know why it's fourteen <laughs> bucks. But you could get some used copies of this as well. It looks like as of right now. Uh, uh, there's a couple of used ones for $3. That's uh, like the one I said, you the just Kindle... bought, right? Yeah, I just bought this one because it, it looks neat. I mean, uh, just the imagery in it is, is worth getting into itself. I love these types of books. It's, it reminds me of like the Daniel H. Wilson books, like, you know, how to survive a robot uprising or, you know, any of the other ones that we have by him. Uh, so I had to have it, um. The other one that I have listed here uh is How to Survive a Garden Gnome Attack. Defend Yourself When the Lawn Warriors Strike and They Will is the title of this puppy and I I love the, this this looks great. It doesn't have near the the cover um I have not been able to see the inside of it, but from what it yeah, says it could... in the description it looks pretty cool. This is $9.99. Yes. It's a hardcover book. Uh, there's also a Kindle edition for $7.99. And of course, there's always some used copies of this. I think some of them right now, uh, they're $0.80 cents for some of Someone the used said copies.
0: In, in the reviews that it had a, a ton of great pictures, but I did notice that... It's also in development as an animated film. I think it's a motion capture film, and it looks like Robert Zemeckis is on board to produce it, so who knows? Looks like it could be 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 pretty cool.
1: Um, We'll also link these other uh, things that I'm going to put on here in the show notes. Of course, there's always the garden gnome statues that you have to have uh, if your wife will allow you to have them, or if you just want to get into that argument with your wife, purchase some of these. Um, There you go. Some of these are zombie uh gnome garden statue sculptures and these guys are awesome. Uh this one is is the first one is is kind of a a head of one that's coming out of the ground and he's all bloodied up. He doesn't have any eyeballs or anything, so it's like these white eyes and uh, he's just got all this blood all over his face and in his beard. It's it's really cool looking. Um the second one that we'll link in the show notes. Uh, he, this one is really cool. He's coming up out of the ground as well. He's not like insanely bloody. He's got like some some blood on his hands and whatnot. But his face looks really cool. Like his, he's got the beard going. His mouth's open. His teeth are all jacked up. Uh, this one's kind of neat too. This one's a little bit more spendy. This one's like $58. But he's 11 inches. He's full color. Uh, really cool looking. Um, I definitely definitely like that. There's also a website called fanatics.com. Um, these are a little bit different. They, they're kind of gnomes, but they're, they're skeleton gnomes and they're kind of cool looking. Um, I'm sure you could put these probably on your desk or something. I think they're a little bit smaller, but, uh, but I think they're pretty cool looking. Um, so we'll throw those in the show notes as well. And then there was one last thing that I wanted to, uh, to sort of uh, have people take a look at. We'll put this in the show notes as well. But there's a YouTube video that shows two cops um, going to a call of a stolen vehicle. And when they get there, these cops, uh, one of the cops goes up to the side of the vehicle, opens up the door, and then gets sucked into this, to this cop car. And then you see all these gnomes basically attacking him. Uh, So, Nightmare365 definitely needs to take a look at this video and see if these are actual gnomes (laughs) that are attacking these guys. Uh, They definitely need to take a look at it. You know, good old Matt and Greg there from from Nightmare365 can probably uh, take a look at this and come to some kind of conclusion. If anyone would know, they Uh, they would would know
0: know. because they're all into the supernatural on their podcast maybe they could do a weekday weird about it but i'm i'm not going to make a decision until i hear what they think about it all right cool so for movies I have uh, the 2015 Goosebumps movie. Then there's the 2018 sequel, Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween. Then you've got the less scary gnomes, which you'll see in Nomeo and Juliet from 2011. There's Gnome. Did you, Alone. Did
1: you just say Nomeo and Juliet? You haven't seen it? <laughs> you don't remember that movie? That. Not at all.
0: What? No, I would have it's Romeo ta- and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it came out in 2011. It was like it was a well, big I... movie when it came out. Wait, did I? You had to have known about it. I mean, it was a big like event movie. It was like the kid movie. You know, I mean that and maybe. Oh yeah, movie.
1: okay, yes, I do remember this. It was cheesy. Yeah, it yeah, was. It I was do... like a.
0: I... It was okay. It was okay. I wanted it to be better. Then it's in, not uh, like two, it was, you
1: know, some some huge flick or anything that that was out. No, it's an but,
0: anime. It's an animated kids movie. And then there was Gnome Alone in 2017. In 2018, there was Sherlock Gnomes. And then you have a couple other movies that just have gnomes in them, like Amelie, the 2001 French film, which doesn't really. It's not about gnomes, but it's a really good movie and really well made. It's worth a watch. But there's a gnome featured in it. I don't remember Over the Hedge from two thousand six, but they claim there there are gnomes in there. And then they said in the Invader Zim animated series that there's a gnome in there. I don't know. I guess maybe there's one episode, but who? It's it's someone says that it is. So no, I other love the neat...
1: Invader Zim, but I don't remember seeing it probably like in, in
0: one episode for five seconds <laughs> yeah um, and i mean it's neat... not
1: like i'm really super hardcore with invader zim but i do every episode i do like yeah. the cartoon
0: um there's uh there's an art well it's it's kind of a post on this uh site that we'll link that has a bunch of zombie garden gnome pictures from etsy and it, there's a lot of cool different ones and setups. You know, bloody gnomes coming out of the ground. It says these zo- zombie garden gnomes will make your lawn look like a scene from the apocalypse, and is also an effective way to keep people out of your space. A lot of cool pictures of of these guys, which I guess you can purchase on Etsy. There are horror movie gnomes, which will also link in the show notes, and it has like. A, A Jason Voorhees gnome, a Michael Myers gnome, a Freddy gnome, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface gnome. So they're kind of cool. And then if you want to just get regular gnomes of all kind, I know, Tom, that you had something from Amazon, but I'm going to put a link to the Gnome Superstore. Uh, which is GardenFun.com, and it has all kinds of gnomes. they got beach gnomes, working gnomes, retro gnomes, biker gnomes, sports gnomes, and then, of course, classic gnomes, yard gnomes. They even have Gnomeo and Juliet, so they are there, (laughs) and you can get them. And then, speaking of Nightmare 365, there's one for... Uh, matt and, and greg over at nightmare 365 because it's a bigfoot gnome carrying a bunch of little gnomes out of the garden in his signature strap oh, so that's that, gonna, that guy's pretty that's cool. awesome <laughs> uh, if you're in if you're in transylvania and you're looking for some killer gnomes you're gonna find them milling around pretty much every yard in the su- suburban community of transylvania hills and if you want to learn more about Transylvania Hills, just go to jack o and get our book, Transylvania Traveler, which is a guide through all of Transylvania and its 13 wild and deadly districts, one of them being Transylvania Hills. So that's about it. Uh, anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? No. great well that'll do it for another monster monday for more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us go to jackolanternpress.com and uh we thank you for joining us this evening as always and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch